are listening to the Thornapple Valley Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Our hope is for you to be encouraged and to connect with God during this message. If you'd like to know more about Thornapple Valley Church, visit tvcweb.com. It's such a privilege being with you, and I'm so happy that we're starting a new series, which is entitled, Why? And if you've ever wondered why, you're in the right place, and this is a great opportunity to actually invite someone who may be curious about the faith or curious about this life that we've discovered. So we'll be doing this uh, for the next four weeks. Anyway, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. God bless each one of you. And to get started, boys and girls, we have to have a story, don't we? So, uh, you know, we get to the end of the age and all of a sudden uh, everybody's up there in heaven and the angel Gabriel appeared and said, uh, I want all the men to form two lines. One line will be for the men who were the head of their house- households, and another line will be for the men who were dominated by their wives. And so the best way we can get this done is Mary and Martha came over and got all the wives and took them on the other side so that they were away. And so when the lines got formed, all of a sudden there was one line with men as far as you could see. And they were the men who were dominated by their wives. And there was one guy in the line in which the men were the head of the households. And so Gabriel looks at all the men in this long line and he says, I can't believe you guys. You had the responsibility of leading your families and being the head of your households. And look, you got a line that goes on forever. And there's only one of you who actually is in the right line. And uh, why don't you tell these guys what it took for you to be in the right line? And he said, I'm not sure, but my wife told me to stand here. (laughs) So I want to throw a concept out for you, and the concept is this. Almost anything is possible. The operative word is almost. Almost anything is possible within the human race. If you go back to the book of Genesis, it says that when the Lord God formed the man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, The man became a living being. And from that time, look at all the varieties of humans that we have on the planet. Again, almost anything is possible. From two cells to then a single cell to look at what we got. Almost anything is possible. Even within the human system, almost anything is possible. Look at the varieties and sizes 
and shapes of people. Everything from little ones to really, really, really big ones. Everything from thin ones. You don't think I'm going to say this, right? To like not so thin ones. Within the human system, there is a multitude of possibilities. Let's go with the human mind. Within the human mind, there is a multitude of possibilities. You could have everything from misery to joy and everything in the middle. Almost anything is possible. The same human system that gives us humanitarians also gives us tyrants. The same system that give us narcissists also give us people that care and love other people. Almost anything is possible. We can experience everything from blindness to sight, from loss to being found. Change is always a possibility. Change is always happening. Change is always a possibility. If you don't believe it, how many of you went to your 10-year reunion from high school? You don't even want to raise your hands. <laughs> and when you got to the 10-year reunion and you saw some people that you haven't seen for the last 10 years, amen. Things look different, didn't it? Because it's change. Because change is something that is always happening with us. If you run into someone and you haven't seen them for even five years, you will notice how good life has been to them. And they will notice how good life has been to you because change is something that's happening all the time. The problem is, is that change is like a clock. See, time is a very mysterious thing because it's like a clock. The problem is, is that this is the only doorway for you to experience it. And because you're looking out that doorway all the time, it sometimes looks like the clock's not moving. But the truth of the matter is, the clock is always moving. The question becomes, is it moving and are you changing in a conscious way? Are you changing in an unconscious way? You can change unconsciously, and most of the people you saw at the reunion had changed in an unconscious way. But change is always happening. You can get stuck in life. You can get to a point where life has got you right down here. You're all the way down here. And you can feel 
I'm never going to change. And I just want to say that if you are viewing us, if you are here today and you feel like you're stuck, I want you to know that even what you call being stuck is a change process. Amen. Uh, ouch. So, change is always happening. But is it conscious or is it unconscious? So I think the best way to deal with this and to see how we need to deal with it because you can be in a process of life of change and you could be here. And then you can go here. Almost anything's possible. And then you can go here. 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 So, to help us understand this a little better, let's go to a passage of Scripture and see what Jesus had to say about this. Okay. So, in Matthew chapter... 19, beginning at verse 13, it says that then the people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and to pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. And Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. The kingdom of God belongs to such of these. The kingdom of transformation, the kingdom of the best possible change that you could ever make belongs to such as these. The kingdom of going from here to there belongs to such as these. The kingdom of going from here to here belongs to these. Those who are such as these. So what do we know about children? Well, what we know about children, especially if we don't mess them up, is that children are naive with trust. They, they simply trust. They practice humility. They're just so glad to be there. They're so glad to be involved. And they just want to be with you and do whatever it is that you're teaching them how to do. That's how children. So Jesus says that if you want to experience the best possible change in your life, I'm going to need you to trust me. I'm going to need you to lean on me and not what you've accumulated. So, when he brought the children, he blessed them, and then he moved away, and then immediately he goes into another process of change. Now, let me say this about it. 
he immediately, in verse 16, it says, Just then, a man came to Jesus and said, What good thing must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you ask about what is good? Jesus replied, There's only one who is good, but if you want to enter life, keep the commandments. So let's read off what they are. He says, Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false testimony, you shall honor your father and your mother, and you should love your neighbor as yourself. Now let me say something about the commandments when it comes to change. The commandments were given to us to configure us in a way that would cause us to experience transformation. The commandments were given to us because of what happened in the fall of mankind when our configuration was off. So God gave us the commandments not so we could say how good we were at keeping the commandments, but the commandments set you up for change. Keeping the commandments set you up for a transformation. So the transformation that we need is from here to here. Doing good down here won't transform you. But obeying God will set you up for transformation. But you're going to have to be like a child. You're going to have to humble yourself and you're going to have to say, this is not all there is. God brought the children of Israel up out of Egypt and he says, listen, they were here, and then I brought them here, and I want to take them here. But he couldn't take them straight there because there was something in them here that was keeping them from going here. There's something in us here that can keep us from going there. God wants to bring us not just from here to there, but ultimately, he wants to take us here. The Bible says it this way. One day, you will know as you are known. One day, we will all see as we are seen. One day, we will understand as we are understood. But this guy says, listen, I've kept all of those things, but there was something about his configuration that was still messed up. Here's what happened. Jesus said, there's one more thing you need to do so that I can take you from here to here. He says, go and sell everything you've got and then come and follow me. And in following me, I will bring you from here to there. 
And then the scripture says, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Listen, it's not what you have. It's what has you. It wasn't just what he had. It was that what he had had him, and because it had such a grip on him, he could not let it go. It's not what you have. It's about if what you have has you. Let me do it again. Even if you move up here, it's not what you have. It's what has you. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> it's not what you have. It's about what you have you. Y'all getting it now. <laughs> so, your life is not what you have. It's about what has you that's actually going to keep you from the most ultimate transformation that God has designed for you. You can't let anything have you. you got to be like a child that says, God, I will give it up even if it's for you. I'll give this up to get here. And I'll definitely give this up. We'll all give this up, amen, <laughs> to get here. But I want you to know that there is more to it than that. So let's go back to our passage and finish the passage. So it says that he went away sad. He went away sad because he had great wealth. And then Jesus said, truly, I tell you, it is hard, not impossible, but hard for someone that things have to actually enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. And when the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished. And then they said these words, Who then, who then can change? That's not what they said. They said, who then can be saved? But I substituted. Who can be transformed? Who then can change? And Jesus said these words, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things. Things are possible. So I want to say to you, even if you find yourself here, all things are possible. Even if you find yourself here, all things are possible. If you find yourself here, all things are possible. If you find yourself on the edge, just about to fall off, I want you to know that all things are possible. If you find yourself a little tilted, I want you to know that all things are possible, but we're going to have to trust. We're going to have to act like children. We're going to have to be like such as these who entered the kingdom of God. I want you to know that God can use the worst of circumstances. God can use the worst things that have ever happened to you. God can use pain and suffering 
suffering and the trouble that you have gone through. And he can take that and transform you into the image of his dear son. With God, all things are possible. Even with us, almost anything's possible. But with God, anything is possible. So no matter where you find yourself today, lead out with a prayer, Lord, change me. Lord, change me in a way that will prepare me for the ultimate change. Lord, get me into the transformational business so that I'm constantly being transformed. That way, when the big transformation comes, I'm already ready. Lord, change me to be like you. Change me to love like you. Change me to appear like you. Change me, Lord to be like you. Configure me in such a way that everything that comes my way, good or bad, is transformational. Lord, I trust you. I don't always understand it. And it don't always feel good. Because I want you to know you can get used to this. This feels normal. And all of a sudden now, God's bringing you here. And it feels really abnormal. But you got to trust. you got to lean. Trust in the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all of our ways. Acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And straighter, and straighter. This is what he's after the whole time, even when you're here. But you can't go all there at once. It's too much. So he brings you here a little, there a little, line upon line, precept upon precept. From glory to glory. Listen, when we get there, you're going to look back on this story and you're going to see the amazing presence of God that's going to blow your mind. Let your mind be blown right now because it's already happening. We walk by faith, not by sight. Let's trust Him as little children and then change in a way that transform us into what God created for each one of us to be before the foundations of the world. And God's not intimidated by our trouble. God's not intimidated by our struggles. God is not intimidated by the circumstances God is not up in heaven wringing his hands trying to figure out how to get it straight and how it's gone on. It seems like it's all messed up. Listen, God is ahead of the curve. And he's there saying, come. 
Come unto me. Trust me. I'll teach you a new walk. I'll teach you a new talk. Trust me. Keep coming. Keep coming. You fall down, get up. Come on back. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep trusting. Keep leaning. Keep believing. Keep reading your Bible. Keep praying. Keep spending time with the Lord and keep fellowshipping with other believers and you will grow from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. Let's pray. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Lord, we once was lost, but now we're found. We once were blind, but now we see. And today, Lord, we humble ourselves and we come to you as little children, trusting you. Believing in you. Believing in that which we cannot see. And trusting you for that which you desire for us to be, even though it's beyond our sight. Lord, we trust in you today. We humble ourselves, Lord, and we say, we trust you with our lives. We trust you with our hearts, Lord. We trust you with all the fibers of our being. And so today, Lord, we just want to thank you, Lord, that this is a day of change, and this is a day of change that we all say yes to, this is a day of change that we give God the glory for. And this is a day that transforms us. It's one more step toward our ultimate transformation. And for that, Lord, we are grateful and we give you all the praise and all the glory. We pray in the name of Jesus. And all of God's amazing people said, listen, thank you guys for having me. It's been a privilege. I also want to thank those of you that have tuned in to us online. God bless you. Make a commitment today that you will change in the right way, in a way that will cause you to grow more and more into the image of his dear son. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Thornapple Valley Church Podcast. If you found this message encouraging, we invite you to share it. For more information, visit tbcweb.com.